0: Shannon, also known as Shanny, hasn't joined the podcast yet, but I'm just going to play a little recording of Shanny just before the day of his wedding. Um, I asked him how nervous he was, and uh, just going to put a little snippet for him because while he's not on it, and when he listens back,
1: I'm very nervous. Yeah, I'll just be honest. Yeah, uh, I'm nervous and. But listen, um, we're just going to try and make our power in the first. Yes. And we're just going to, you know. Which, you show, which is showing up at the church. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. We're just going to try and take it handy for the first few holes. Try and, try and like, you know, bogeys are okay at the start. Yeah. And let's just avoid a double or a triple. We have shots for a reason. Hey, Patrick. Hey, boys. Shani, Shani, how are you? welcome. Yeah. Oh, um, sorry. Have you started the podcast already?
2: Oh, yeah, Shani, you? we said half six. It's now 6.42. 42. How are you? So we're, ha- we're halfway through the podcast. Oh, have you done the intros and the everything? Class. No, we, were, we we're waiting for you for the intro. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back. It's podcast
1: time. Um, this is Covered It, as brought to you by the boys from quackgolf.com. Christmas is coming up. Black Friday is coming up. If you need to get your presents sorted, then have no fear. Get yourself over to quackgolf.com. You'll sort everyone out. Your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your cousins. Um So get purchasing there. Um I am joined by a couple of regulars in the booth tonight, Mr. Scott Sullivan and Mr. Ben Scott. How are we doing, lads?
0: Good, Patrick. I'm not too bad. How are you?
1: I'm good. Talking into a Kinder Maxi. Oh, solid, solid Kinder choice. Mm-hmm. Is that top of your Kinder ranking now for you, of all the Kinder products? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know too much. I I don't like a Kinder Bueno. Okay, not a bueno, uh, not a bueno, no, no bueno for me. We yeah. wouldn't be going there on bueno now <laughs> if I was in the chocolate oil, Mr. Uh, Mr. Black Lung. How are we doing?
2: Good, good, Patrick. Um, all the better for seeing you again on a Monday evening. Um, just touching on Black Friday, as you mentioned, Quack does, of course, have a very big Black Friday sale uh, happening on a Thursday morning. It's Black Thursday, it's Quack right. Thursday. Thursday. you like what i did there um <laughs> but if you want it, so we're basically discounting absolutely everything up to 75 percent off you can pick up things that we didn't even know we could get the price down to that low but if you want to if you want to make sure you get there before they're all sold out you need to be on our email marketing list because at nine o'clock on a thursday morning we'll be sending out a password you'll get first access to the website you can empty the store if you want and then at six o'clock it opens for all the all the Joe slums so get yourself registered go onto our Instagram look at the link in our bio Thursday morning be there
0: when you said when you said there, you like that uh we were going to be able to pick up things that we didn't even know I thought you were gonna say that you're going to say you're going to pick up things we didn't know we had <laughs>
2: like, all, of, all of a sudden
1: all of a sudden Charlie the dog is on there for, <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> Inventory, Black Friday price. who needs that <laughs> um, what's been very going good. on Patrick what are you so. up to um, what have I been up to? I saw a class film last night Flora's Son on Apple TV uh, Lawrence Kinlan's son is in it He's actually a member in the Lynx um, Yeah, it's, a, it's a, a movie about A mother and son in the flats up yep, the flats And uh, they like write a song And it's very feel-goody It's very Sunday vibes So yeah oh, nice. shout, out, shout out Flora and Son on Apple TV What have you boys been up to?
2: Um, I went to a David Beckham themed uh, dinner party at the weekend. Another dinner party.
1: <laughs> Need to get yeah. myself over to London.
2: What's well, so the one basically what's the, what's the one you're doing in the New Year's as well? We're doing a murder mystery. It's basically a a couple, a group of couples, and each couple has to host a dinner party. First one was Casino Royale. This weekend was David Beckham. So me and my girlfriend Nafeli, went as. I want to say circa kind of 99, David Bex. Um, I'll send in a photo. Pre, just,
1: pre-skinhead pre or post-skinhead?
2: Uh, He was skinhead with a little bit of like kind of chin stubble. Um, She was kind of short brunette. Basically, she was wearing double denim. He's wearing denim and a white shirt.
1: Sorry, uh, who, who are you talking about here? Sorry, what I meant was like, did you shave your head? Is that where you're oh, wearing a no. hat?
2: No, no, I just, no, I didn't shave my head. Okay. That would have been um gangster. but i did send you guys a photo earlier of two windows so you did what was you that about? probably have no idea what that's about pre going to this party i was in my kitchen making a pizza as one does and the fire alarm starts to go off but not not my house fire alarm like the apartment block fire alarm so our our my there's about eight apartments on one side and then there's a courtyard on the on the and then the other side, there's another eight apartments. And I basically have created a friendship with a very old elderly woman across the way. She doesn't know that I'm here, but I see her all the time. She's always at her, she's always making cups of tea. I always see her, and I just I've created this friendship. She doesn't know who I am. So basically the fire alarm goes off. I look out the window and I'm like, oh shit. The old <laughs> grannies apartment is going up in flames so I'm like fuck this is this is it straight on the phone call the fire brigade they're here within two minutes I'm kind of panicking I'm like oh my god this 85 year old woman who doesn't know who I am she's about to go up in flames fireman runs up the stairs he's like what you see where is it?" and I'm like because there's basically two windows as you can see one of them looks like it's quite cloudy in there oh, and yeah, I'm no. like I think I think there's a room on fire And the room and that's why I can't see through the window normally I can see through the window I I was sure I could and then he comes up he looks and he goes I think that's a frosted glass window and then it works out there was no fire anywhere a little bit embarrassing but at least I was just looking out for my old you good Samaritan
1: yeah we do it all on this podcast
2: so then so as he was leaving I was like well I guess at least you don't have to put out a fire like that's good he goes you know what we actually really like putting out fires
0: <laughs> wow, that was brilliant!
2: Anyway, that was my so weekend.
0: Funny. I can just imagine you as well being like calling Nafeli, being
2: Nafeli, she's gonna die,
0: she's gonna die if I don't call it. And then you're picking up the phone, and being like, "I'm going to save this 85-year-old woman." Like life.
2: it was going to be all over the news: Irish man saves elderly woman. Oh, it was going to be great, and then yeah, she just has "frosted <laughs> windows." <laughs>
1: Very good. Um Scott, I know for a fact that you did not play golf this weekend, as there was many people in the club were asking whereabouts you were and they haven't seen you in ages and you haven't been using your, your membership. So what's going on? I'm falling out of love with the game. Yeah, I do like how they're worried
0: that I'm not using my membership. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I didn't play at the weekend. Huh? Um, I actually haven't played in many a weekend now at this stage, I'd say. Just, yeah, do you know, I just, I don't know, I wouldn't want to have fallen out of love with the game because when I'm out there, I'm like, yeah, I love it. Do you know what the big thing is, is it's usually like Saturdays, I'll have a match or something going on, and then recently I've just been drinking pints, Shani. Do you know, I've just, <laughs> been, I've just been drinking pints, and every Sunday I just will refuse to be out in a golf course because I know... I know I'm going to be seven over through four holes on the links and it's going to be cold. And I'm like, well, now I want to go home. But ah, I have sure two luck. other people. So you know, that I have year, but it's it's on my to do list for for 2026 um,
1: is to play a bit more golf. So we'll see. How I'll leave goes. you off. I have a suggestion for your time later on in the podcast, which you'll which you'll find out.
0: It is nice to hear that the lads in the golf club were asking about me. though.
1: Oh, yeah. They're, it's always nice.
0: It's always nice to be asked for, Patrick. You know.
1: Listen, you, you either need to be good or go crack.
0: And there, yeah. And <laughs> Shani, you're good crack. <laughs>
1: um. Okay, boys. Matters arising from last week's podcast. Um. Thank you to our international politics correspondent, Mr. Samuel McElroy. Um. Roger Federer's mum is South African, so that's why he was in tears at the Rugby World Cup final or at least that is um a contributory factor as to why he was in tears, we we could say. um Also, uh, Rita Ora was born in Kosovo, which Serbia considers to be part of Serbia, where Kosovo... Hold on, sorry, I'm reading a text here from Sam and it's all <laughs> over the place. Basically, Rita Ora was also not a fan of being pictured beside... Mr. Novak Djokovic, because Kosovo and Serbia ain't pals. But they seem to be pals. To be fair, I don't think it was like they, they were... seem to be pals. But I don't think they were. E- I don't think either was a fan of being pictured bes- sitting beside each other for their own personal interests.
2: There's yeah. one very good footballer who came came from Kosovo. Oh. I just can't remember his name.
1: Oh wow! Now it's we're a great in... game. I oh. actually think, I, and I back it as well, I think you're right. I think there is a, there was a guy from Kosovo who played in the Premier League.
2: Was it Stefan or y- Jovic?
1: Or else he could have played for like Milan for years or somewhere. We'll have to find that out. Um, Stefan Jovic, he wasn't. Cause...
2: Is he Montenegrin or something? He came from a very tiny country.
0: Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's
2: him, though. No. Shani, I've been lost this weekend without sport. I feel like there's been nothing ah. on the TV.
1: Yeah. All over the place. Um, in fairness, there's a lot of golf headlines that have popped up though. Um, which we'll obviously get into, but I mean you've got um the roof collapsing, Ludwig winning, um Nikolai winning, Rory leaving the policy board. Apparently that's a storyline these days.
2: Yeah.
1: Um the Netflix Cup. Um so Brooks. there's lots of on a really Brooks quiet is... what's Brooks coming up to
2: Brooks is seemingly very pissed off about with Liv not announcing the schedule yet. He keeps commenting. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. As um, if, like...
1: so yeah, for a very quiet time of the year there seems to be a lot of headlines, which look we'll get into. Um yeah. any shout outs this week, boys?
0: The... Just... No, only shout out that I have is um to. It's actually just calling people out. Is that since we did our last <laughs> podcast, since we did our last podcast, um, which actually says a lot about the content of our podcast, where a lot of people have messaged me about the question we asked about if you we were given four years to train for the next Olympic, what sport you would pick. That, um, I
1: got a lot from that as well. A lot which makes
0: games. which makes me think that our podcast is absolute garbage because <laughs> that has nothing to do with us. We've seen it on TikTok. We just regurgitated the info and everyone's like, oh my God. Um, but I just want to call out um, specifically Emmett Moran, a friend of mine as well, uh, and another person in my office, Nina, who both of their answers to it were... The 100 meters ah, come on. sprint. Um, and Emmett went, okay, maybe not that one. I think I might go for the 1500 meters. Um, and <laughs> I took him, right? Emmett like, plays football, fit man. Like Nina says, she used to run. But I'm like, anyone who says that now really doesn't understand how difficult it is to not come last in one of these.
2: Well, events. I think <clears throat> I think a lot of people are banking on one person breaking or being disqualified and then technically not coming last that way.
0: Well, I can promise you that these two specific individuals <laughs> that was not the reason for their logic. It was simply that they factored themselves to be fast. So, yeah anyone who didn't or picked one of those, I'm just calling those people out. You know who you are, who you message me. Um, you're crazy.
2: Michael Mulvihill <laughs> uh, said that Shani was spot on with archery and he thinks we're underestimating how difficult curling is.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I didn't think archery was a wild shout. Yeah, I think it's,
0: uh, well, it's not as wild as athletics now, but I still think it's going to be more difficult.
2: Also, shout out to Owen on our TikTok who said, "Off to the Paralympics I go." <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, or oh, sorry. Also, another good one on our TikTok was uh, Bill O C said, "The fifty-kilometer walk, someone will always get disqualified."
0: Yeah. The yeah. walk, or or like, like what you said, Jenny, the marathon, like someone will pull up a cramp or someone will, you yeah. know yeah,
1: Throw me in. But I think they're kind um, of like, they're kind of crappy yeah,
0: answers. Yeah. Not really.
2: What was not... our question for this week? Um, I, sent, I sent it into the chat, didn't I?
1: I have a kind of a, I have a golfy one that I saw, Um, I saw some, do you know that your man Lou Stagner on Twitter? He comes out with all these stats.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I think he came out with a stat that like,
2: Lou Statner.
1: Yeah, Lou Statner. That's um straight puts are actually missed more than like um if there was a tiny bit of break. And my question was if you had an eight footer to shoot the round of your life or to win the masters or whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. Let's say to win the masters, if you had an eight footer to win the masters, would you like it to be dead straight or would you like it to be right lift? right lip left lip because i'd be i'd be for some strange reason i don't know why but i would like it to be just to have a touch of right to left in it i just don't i just don't like straight putts what do you think
2: i actually agree with you because i think so if if the putt is right edge you so if the putt is straight you have to pretty much hit it to bang on straight because if you go at the left of the right edge it's probably going to miss whereas if it's right edge you can aim for the right edge, and if you go a little bit further out, you might still catch it. Yeah. And if you go a little bit, too, I don't know if that makes any sense at all. No, but... it
1: it kind of like I know what you mean, but also like vision, <laughs> Scott looking at me. It's also there. it's also but a visually I can I feel like I can aim at the right edge of the hole, yeah. but I can't aim at anything. I can't see anything in the middle. I don't. That's it just the way come, I see it.
2: It also comes down to pace. If you if you die it in the hole. You've got more of a chance if you if you hit too much break on it, you know, because it's yeah. it will move more. Yeah that,
0: yeah, that was the way to to phrase
1: the first thing you
2: said. <laughs> like
0: if you aim outside with the right pace, it'll still die. in as opposed to, yeah, I'd be the same. I'd I'd like a small bit of right to left on it.
1: And I presume nobody would like a like I'd take a straight over a left to right. I wouldn't I wouldn't like left lip. Uh, as a right-handed no. golfer, I wouldn't like a left-right to right putt.
2: I'm mm, I I okay think. with that.
1: I feel like yeah. you're when it when it's when it's a right to left putt, it's kind of out in front of you. But when, when it's a left to right putt, it feels like the ball is like sliding off the face before it's even gone. I'm not
0: sure this one is going to quite divide the masses like our last <laughs> TikTok question. But... I
1: don't know. Um <laughs> I don't know. But um oh, oh, sorry. Our...
0: sorry, I remember I remember Ben's one that we could put to the masses. Was it if Yeah, that... if you were you were told and in 20 minutes, 20 minutes time, the FBI were showing up at your front door and you have to hide a paper clip. Where would you hide it in your house? I can't yeah. remember. I, I can't I can't remember what the time span was on like how long they have to find it, but we'll they just got, say
2: they it. get like 24 hours to try and find it.
0: Oh, okay. They have 24 hours. Where would you hide a paper clip in your gas?
1: And this one really did go viral on TikTok, didn't it? It yeah. was like everywhere. Um, and obviously people go straight to the obscene thoughts there's in your head first honestly the the,
2: <laughs> the bottom of my golf bag there's things in my golf bag that i haven't seen for years like bananas rogue balls and things. i
1: also think like you'd have to take that golf bag apart to be able to actually inspect the bottom of it like you yeah. know what i mean well,
0: yeah. what about if you straighten out the paper clip and then put it into that tiny little hole at the top of your grip on your golf club you know for the uh, tour yeah. pro- that's an excellent could you put it straight down in there? Would it just go into the shaft all the way down? It's mm. so,
1: okay. So we'll redo this question, but it has to be golf-related, like mm. bottom of the golf bag, top of the grip. Um my mind goes blank. In, I also in feel
2: the, the sand of your the, leg.
0: If it was the FBI as well and they 24 hours. Out, <laughs> and it was specifically around your golf gear. I feel they'd find it very easily at some stage. Hold
1: on, let's tune into the last episode. Um <laughs> okay well um uh moving on um oh, oh my, sh- my my shout out
0: i was just gonna say please reach out anyone listening it's <laughs> an ingenious place that you would put the paperclip because i have thought about it a lot and i would love to hear if anyone has the same ideas
1: um i do have a an official shout out to um the gibmeister mr gibbons who featured on the on the mark golf podcast um this week which is a pretty huge podcast. Um he was throwing out his um uh, his Gibbonisms. Um Old Keys don't lock. Old keys will never unlock new doors. I think it was. That's the one that Iran loved. Wow. But yeah, you no know, fair play to him. This was a pretty big podcast, so well done.
2: Did if you were looking reference... for a lesson
1: in the Dublin area, hit the Concealy range up to get onto to Mr. Owen Gibbons. Um did you ninety five favourite
2: student? He didn't
1: didn't mention me i was waiting for it but uh a 90 (laughs) a 95 success rate of um getting players cut um and my other shout out is actually a scream out to the people who have discontinued the animal chocolate bar what are you doing i feel like this is every week now they're discontinuing chocolate bars of my past youth
2: when did it discontinue
1: Um, I think you can still buy them now, but like I don't know, maybe by the end of the year. So get buying.
2: Did you were you part of the group of people who wouldn't eat the monkey because of bad luck?
1: No, I didn't know that was a thing.
2: No, surely you know that from Clinton.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think that's a West Cork thing that they used to do, where you don't eat the monkey. You can't.
2: You can't eat the monkey. Obviously, what do you do with it? You throw it away. Darren used to just throw it out the car. (laughs) Don't like that. So, like, if you if you get an animal bar and you get a monkey on one side, you're like, it's like you've you've really wasted your money there.
1: Um. Okay. So next on the agenda. <laughs> okay. So the, basically, next on the agenda is kind of a bit of both, but I've I've added another person to my ever-growing list of, um, people who have a podcast that shouldn't have a podcast which includes us by the way yeah. um but john obi mckel the ex chelsea <laughs> footballer has a podcast called the Obi one podcast <laughs> that's, that's a great name <laughs> um so i heard that and i was just like listen like what are we doing here like this is like the most competitive thing ever like um you know uh like how are we going to stand out how are we ever gonna get above the parapets here and um and get noticed, right? So I was thinking, okay, like h- how have people done that in the past? And I came across a tweet about the movie Goodwill Hunting. I assume you boys, I know you boys haven't seen Behind Enemy Lines, which is one of the greatest films ever. But I, I assume seen you've Good seen Goodwill Hunting. Hunting, correct? Yeah. And you're aware of the storyline behind the making of the movie in that. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, good friends from Boston, um, decided that they wanted to be actors. And they the way they did it was they wrote their own sk- screenplay so that they could star in it. And if it hit off, then they, all of a sudden they're actors, right? So they wrote their screenplay, but the idea was that they were going to leave one role open to like get a big celebrity actor in. And they would basically redesign this role for whoever the actor was. So the Robin Williams role was actually like they would have, if Meryl Streep wanted to be the Robin Williams role, they would have rewritten that role for Meryl Streep. Okay. So we're going to write a screenplay, right? Scott doesn't play golf anymore. So Scott, you're writing it. Um, We're going to write a screenplay based off the Ben Griffin story. Do you remember he was like, Tried it, couldn't make it. Then he met Victor Hav. Then he went back to work, met Victor Hovland on a golf course. Victor told him, Hey man, no, you can do it. Go back and play. And then he comes back, wins on the PJ Tour. I think probably. Was it de- de- was
2: definitely ben, ben Griffin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, but it doesn't matter because it's a screenplay. So it's we adapted. Up, yeah. So. I'm going to star, Scott's going to play my caddy, plus you're also going to write it, Ben, you can direct, <laughs> um, and then when we win the Oscars, we can tell everyone about our podcast on stage.
2: It's a rather convoluted way of doing it, but I, I'm all in.
1: Just checking my notes here. Yeah, yeah, pretty much got everything out there.
2: I'm actually going to okay. change.
0: I like the idea. I'm going yeah. To a small town kid from Georgia, and they get uh, they enlist for the army. They get deployed. They get captured, and all they have in this room while they're captured in the small little room in some cave somewhere is a is, is an umbrella, uh, <laughs> and a slightly <laughs> slightly circular rock, and all he does what? is like roll oh. the slightly circular rock back and forth across the room. The whole thing look he gets released all that come- and he comes back and they're like what do you remember from all of it and he was like i just want to play golf for a living now.
1: <laughs> and then this is what be- what year are we talking world war II? um uh, yeah sure yeah i haven't I've got quite so he comes no. back and like he comes back and like beats bobby jones in like the open no
2: no i'm going to make this a bit more like no, futuristic early. he beats charlie woods
0: or that okay i'm going to be somewhere in the middle and go maybe like early noughties or something like that and he comes back and it's like his journey to just make it through. But it's going to be one of those where he's not going to make it to the top of the world of golf. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But he's just going to do something that's so like, you know, he's going to get a PJ Tour card for a year that everyone thought was impossible. So the yeah. main movie is going to be about him, you know, living in his car. You're going to be the golfer. Uh, ben can be the caddy. And you're going to have to like live in a car while dealing with like Ben's chronic asthma keeping <laughs> up all night because he's, because he's wheezing and coughing. And then he, Ben gets really annoyed with you Shani, because you're paying the arse to caddy for, it, you know, and it's like, it's going to be that kind of but, thing. And like, then think, at the end, he's going to get a PJ tour card.
1: But like, think about it, right. We've had in golf in the last few years, we've had a new golf league. We've had um, lots of new players <laughs> we've had we've had basically everything except for a new movie. We haven't had a new golf movie in ages, have Yeah. We? Yeah.
0: It's such such a great point after he gets the PJ tour card, does it for a year, loses the card, but live pick it up for the story, and then he does it just for the cash and he comes out as like, my mom's never gonna have to work again. And then it's gonna be all about how he just got the cash.
1: We could do this story of Bob McIntyre as to how he made the Ryder Cup team. You know, we could start it out in Scotland and uh, maybe not no that's
2: that's why i'm <laughs> that's why i'm writing this and you're just acting in it just just do it do what i tell you what to do okay um speaking of uh podcasts people who yeah. shouldn't have podcasts um yeah. have you seen that clip of david you remember david cotterall yeah he, i think he was like a centre back for like middlesbrough oh, okay right. he played for wigan um, as well did he yeah wigan and it's matt letissier who everyone knows is an absolute loony bin these days
1: he doesn't have but, a
2: but Matt Letitia Matt is very outspoken and it, there, there's basically a clip that I saw and Matt Letitia is like, when I saw David Beckham and Bill Gates, my stomach turned, like he thinks Bill Gates is, is the the world leader and is poisoning the world and is doing all that. Matt Letitia is, is off his chops. Yeah, I've He's heard gone. that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, sorry. Just uh, David Catterall played for Bristol City, Wigan Athletic, Sheffield United, Swansea City, Portsmouth, Barnsley, Doncaster, Birmingham, and he finished with Barrytown United. So not that's a,
2: that's a fall from grace. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, well, I don't know. I I must say I don't know him. I don't recognise him. But okay. Sorry. He sorry. Does he have a podcast with Latiz? So
2: uh, I think Dave Cotterall just has one, and Latiz okay. was on there. But, like, why does someone with that rap sheet of, of teams have a podcast? David Cotter will show platform. It,
1: this is what I'm saying. I don't know why podcast. we started this podcast, basically, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the absolute neck of us being, like, <laughs> having a segment on our podcast of people who shouldn't have podcasts. <laughs> um, but my last shout-out is um, to Bursant Salina, the winger who used to play for Man City. Um, I think he might play for West Brom now, not 100 percent sure. Or Amir Romani, because those two are probably the most famous Kosovan football players ever.
2: Mm. So, no.
0: Well, I've looked not- it, I've been I've been looking into it here, Ben. What was what was the last one there, Scott? Was there not a um, left back? Amir Romani. He play he's a I think he's a oh no, I'm thinking of Slimani. Defender. No, not Slimani. It's it's the only one that I really known. And the backup keeper for Burnley, Muric. he's Kosovan. Um Bersant, I okay. was the one that jumped out to me. He's played for City.
1: Um okay, golf. Um where do you want do you want to start with Ludwig or do you want to start on the other side of the pond? Um I was gonna say uh Lud- Did you watch much of Ludwig? I didn't, um to be honest. I didn't, Lud- but Mad- I Ludwig. have watched a lot of the highlights. Okay,
2: He's a machine. He's driving. He does not miss a fairway. He went 61-61 at the weekend. Mm, incredible. Like, freakish behavior.
1: So uh, do you know your man, Mackenzie <laughs> Mackenzie? Hughes shot 60-63 and wasn't the lowest golfer of the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Like, that's incredible.
0: I also love how you make it sound like he's some fifty-four-year-old man in our golf club locally here
2: at Dublin. Your, man, what's your <laughs> man, your man, Mackenzie. <laughs> okay, so give me, give me a a number. How many majors do you think he's going to win? Because yeah, mm. he has he has no ceiling.
1: Like, like another way to phrase that question is, who wins more majors, Ludwig or Victor? Hard to
2: look past Ludwig. I know Victor's in unreal form. I just like maybe we're getting carried away. Will he ever sustain this level? But like, has any man ever gone win the Ryder Cup, win on the European Tour, win on the PGA tour in 14 events? Hasn't played a major, he's already a top yeah. 35 golfer in the world. Start- like it's it's just started-
1: weird the kind of like First time stats are like the, 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 the milestones that he's hitting. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a like hundred days of pro, you know, first like Ryder Cup, PGA, DP world, top 10 in the world. Like crazy.
2: Low, stats. Lowest. Like he's tied the lowest scoring weekend on the PGA tour. Like,
0: yeah, he's not quite, he's not quite top 10 in the world yet, but he, he started the year at like three, Sorry, 000, you're right. 3 yeah. Three thousand and sixty fourth, and I think he's at a career high
1: thirty two. Thirty two, sorry, yeah. 32. What I want
2: to know is that he's 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 not like he's fresh out of college or he hasn't left. Like he he did it all his years. He's twenty four. He's kind of old for a yeah, breakout star. What
1: was he? What was he doing? Back just in college, just being a dude. Just
2: loves school. I think. Cool. Just being a dude. Just being a dude.
0: But <laughs> just, look, drinking, a just drinking full Just drinking so many pints. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh look Lord. at and like he's handsome, he's oh I'm so jealous of him.
0: He yeah, he's it, it is was he, is incredible
2: he, is to watch. He he
1: Are we saying he's handsome look at
2: him, look at that photo <laughs> behind me. He looks like James Bond. I mean
1: if uh, he like, does look good there to be fair. Yeah,
2: if you're in a I nightclub,
0: mean, uh, if you're going after the guy behind Benny, you're going after the guy behind me.
1: <laughs> I don't know though, as he ran a marathon and halfway to his one four seven break, like we'll see.
0: I was <laughs> how are you halfway, <laughs> halfway to the world of that Jenny, How in the world are you halfway?
1: I've started googling snooker tables. The, I, <laughs> just, um, yeah, no. Look, Ludwig. Um,
0: sorry, but for the for the whole golf tournament, wasn't he second in driving accuracy and third in driving distance, or vice versa?
1: Yeah. Well, so he's played his basically, he's played his fiftieth round on. PGA tour finally. Uh, and when you've done that you qualify to like actually I think you qualify to actually appear on the like the actual lists for all the strokes gained stuff. Um and like from what I saw he was like nearly top three or four in all the categories. I think he was number one. I think. Was it yeah? Okay. Yeah. He was number one in driving accuracy on the PGA tour. I think that was the one he was number one in. Um. Yeah. Sorry. He's um number one in driving, driving distance. He was sixth. Greens hit percentage third. Um. Strokes gained off the tee second, and average approach shot proximity to holes second. So, um. Yeah. Break your stuff. Um. The the funniest tweet I saw all we- again though was from Sean Martin. Who, um, <laughs> Sean, Sean, Sean Martin, Martin. <laughs> Sean Martin, <laughs> Sean Martin.
2: Farmer. He's yeah.
1: definitely Sean Martin. No, Sean Martin from the PGA Tour. Um, and he said that he overheard a real conversation between two PGA Tour winners at Starbucks this morning, unnamed, of course. But player one said, There is no world where we'd be able to beat Ludwig on a consistent basis. And player two said, I didn't really know who he was after six holes playing with him. I thought he was the next fucking Tiger Woods. How, how happy are you that he's
0: European? Oh. You know, that he's not just like the next Jordan Spieth coming out, like some kid from Texas or something. you're like, oh, no, yeah, me. like as if we're going to play
1: against this robot in the Ryder and Cup. It's because like, I feel like the Americans will always, always, always have players. Like they'll have yeah. Players churning out every year, they'll always have a re like a, a good standard of a team every year. Whereas we do kind of rely on like we'll we'll ride Ludwig now in the Ryder Cup for 20 years. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. like Colin About might play one more and he'd be done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Ludwig Ludwig ain't getting a break now for twenty four years.
0: I, I really want them to bring in something to the Ryder Cup where um there's a fan vote. On the last day for a head, to, you know the way it's like a draw, and we're talking about oh, we don't know yeah. that. There should be a fan vote section for like a head-to-head singles match, and I'd love it if it was like Europe was like Bob McIntyre against like Harry Higgs or like someone, you know, just like real <laughs> fat or Joel Damon, just like fan favorite people that you can get behind. I was just thinking it's just funny where like you know a, a- burger coming through and and like Mark how and these kind of people and then there's big bob behind just like yeah like what legend like you don't you don't find that in america but then i was thinking harry higgs might be the bit next closest to it so that'd be so cool
1: um okay moving across the pond shout out to just loud to see if he has got any of his three <laughs> clubs up in the tree back um so he oh, threw video. he threw a club into the tree in anger and then through two more to try and retrieve the first club. Am I stating that right?
2: I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I know I'm the feeling. Sure. yes. I once did it in... Uh, I, I don't know no! I was trying <laughs> about, I'll, tell, I'll tell that story.
0: <laughs> we were, um, myself, Ben and William were playing golf in St. Margaret's Golf Club. Uh, great golf course. I think it was, so if you go down one, two, three, back up, and then four. So four, down, no, four is Five. a little part three down the hill. And then it's the fifth tee box. It's kind of a dog leg to the right um par four with a little bit of water ben hits his driver can't actually remember where the ball went but as i was watching the ball all i hear is and i turn around and ben has launched his driver into <laughs> this bush but like a large tree bush that like hangs over a river um and he so william and i are naturally dead quiet but inside we're dying laughing so then we tee off and then proceed to watch ben climb up this fence on the side of a tree over hanging over a river to get his driver
2: back oh. <laughs> I think it's good I've had a year off golf this year
1: <laughs> it, was, th- it was funny I think everyone can relate to that sound of if they've ever played with a golfer who has a bit of rage inside them and have, have witnessed them throwing a club near their head that mm. sound is so terrifying it's like boom,
0: vroom <laughs> of a driver
1: <laughs> being flung in the air um shout out Pear Burns. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um
2: well, just before you get on to Nikolai, <laughs> who's obviously one, what's going there's must be something in the water in the Nordics. They like yeah. why do they keep churning out these good golfers? I know we mentioned mm. it on a pod not too long ago, but like Ludwig, Victor, the two Hogards, Vincent Norman. I
1: have just about to say Vincent Norman. Watch like, out.
2: Just there's a load of ballers, like I think yeah. there's we Ireland has an issue.
0: Good Munder Chris Janssen, obviously as well.
1: You know, a
2: little bit further up. Yeah, um, I think we I think we need to take a trip up
1: there and do some research.
2: Yeah, I'm excited I for that.
1: I don't want to spoil it, Shani. <laughs> um. Okay. So Nikolai, he won a golf tournament. Actually,
2: I didn't watch any of it. As soon as I heard Mcroy already won, I wasn't really that interested.
1: That's stupid, isn't it? Kind that of he just won before game. the tournament started, yeah.
2: which fair enough, he's won a lot of big tournaments and he's played well in other tournaments, so yeah, he was warranted to win it, but it just kind of takes the, the glass off it.
0: No, um, not, not to like knock Nick Nikolai's thing as well, or like the whole Sunday chase with Tommy and, and so on, but and, and Vic, but the thing to watch was Saturday, um, yeah. Wallace Matt Wallace on 59 watch. 69. I watched. I watched him, shoot the, he shot three under on the front nine, three birdies on the front nine. Then he birdied every single hole on the back nine. Like I watched his last five holes and it was, he needed a birdie or an eagle on the last to shoot 59. And he had 200 yards out, actually piped one down the middle on that, you know, that tough 18 with the river running through it. Um, and mm-hmm. in fairness, he, was, he went straight at the flag. I just slightly leaked off into the bunker just right of the flag it got up and yeah. down for a birdie though but like it was unbelievable to watch it was yeah. it was so much better than the Sunday.
2: Um when I see that sort of back nine go together often when I'm watching guys that I manage play and they're maybe in and around the cut line. Yeah when like the further they get into the round and I'm like okay well now they just need to birdie six of their last eight and now <laughs> yeah. it's just six of their last seven and like there's always a chance they'll just birdie their last six and make the cut but it rarely happens but when you yeah. see something like that from Matt Wallace you're like these guys Crazy. are so good
1: um,
0: There was also I don't know if either of you saw it was anyone see? was it Thursday or Friday Rory's ball I think it was Thursday that he hit on 18 from the pine straw and it went into the water flew up out of the water up onto the bridge and just landed on the bridge it was Mad. uh I'll send you the video uh, the video if you haven't seen it. It was unbelievable. I was watching.
1: Yeah. I mean me and Matty were watching it live, couldn't believe that it popped out. Um, um couple of things for myself. Uh big shout out to the DP World content team again. They literally just churn out like unbelievable stuff. But I was watching the did you see the video where there was kind of you could hear a bit of the dialogue after the round of, of all the lads chatting and Nikolai was chatting. Um and do you know what I love about the Masters is that it's such a hard field to get into. And they were talking about whether Nicola had qualified on the in the top fifty to make the Masters. Mm. And he didn't know like at the end of the round yet if he'd made the Masters. Um I just love that that a player who played in the Ryder Cup is grinding to make it into I like know. that field. That's what I love about it. So did he make it in the end?
2: He is now fifty in the world and top fifty get invites, but I don't know. Is was yesterday the cutoff, or is it? Yeah, like the the it, new season starts this week in Johannesburg. It
1: potentially could have though, because there was a lot of talk of
2: yeah, like holding your it to get
1: your Masters invite or something.
2: Also, um, can you imagine? Sorry, does this show the weakness of the European Tour, the weakness of the OWGR, that you can win the season long? Oh no, he didn't win the season long. He yeah. came second in the season long thing. He won the final event, and he still might not be in the in races. the Masters. Yeah, that, that seems ludicrous.
1: Yeah, but also like it's a tough field to get into. But yeah, um, I was listening to the to the No Laying Up boys earlier on. Hadn't listened to them in a long time, to be honest. But um, you know the way Tron Carter is such a huge Tommy Fleetwood fan. Yeah. Well, they were giving him a bit of a digging, and um. Sali came out with this crazy stat about Tommy, um, in that since he won in twenty eighteen, um since then he has been within when he's been going in when he's gone into the last final day for first to fifth in the leaderboard, he hasn't won once. So he's whenever he's been in contention since that day, he hasn't won once. So yeah. he has won since, but he's kind of come from behind or whatever. But basically, they were sl- they were slagging him, saying that every single Sunday now, Tommy, there's a there's a problem. There's a problem yeah. here.
2: He shits the bed.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: He really, he really isn't a great putter though. Yeah. Like from, from the amount of golf I watched Tommy play, like he's when he's streaky and stuff like and swan so off the tee, it's it's never that often. He misses so many putts. Like I don't know if it's something there with regards to that or if just. That's the main reason, or if it's definitely mental now to this stage. But like, even when twenty eighteen that he won, what what was the last thing Tommy won? I mean, has he has he won on the PGA tour before?
1: Yeah, like I think he won. He won. Um, did he win Africa's major? Oh, the net yeah. Yeah. I think he, he might have last, won that. Yeah. Last year. but I think what they were saying was he he came from outside um the top five to win it on the last day. Okay. So um, yeah, there could be a potential problem there with Tom.
2: Yeah. Um, just touching on the Nedbank, or not the Nedbank, but it's mad how the the next event is this week, like the Johannesburg Open or whatever it's called starts, and that's the start of, of the season the,
1: of the twenty twenty four season. It yeah. starts. It's like yeah.
2: literally you don't even get a week off. Um, and going back to last week, Q School was on. Yes. Um. Oh, so yeah. we've. Got 24. Actually, I think it was 32 cards in the end. It's normally it's 25 <coughs> plus ties. So I think there's 32 new Q school cards. A lot of them going down to Johannesburg to start off their season. Um, but I did it, I was doing a, a bit of a deep dive into the who got their cards, how it all worked out. So basically there was 1,030 people who entered Q school. Yeah. And each of them paid two and a half thousand pounds to enter. No matter how how many stages you go through, so two and a half million straight away, Q School it raises, which I just think is wow. kind of interesting. I didn't even
1: think think of it that way. Yeah, I'd never. Yeah. Where, that, never where does that where does that go? Where no the two?
2: There's yeah. a little bit of prize money in Q School, but not much. I reckon it just goes back. You obviously got to pay the golf club clubs to host it and all that sort of stuff. So wow. Um, but there was so thirty two cards. There was one, two, three, seven guys, who entered stage one went all the way through and got their card. So seven out of the 32. And I was also trying just,
0: to... just on that, I, I love how... I didn't know that it was 25 in ties. I love that they're leaning on the ties. You know, yeah. there's not some like stupid way that it's only 25 and so on. And yeah. I love that they're like, here, if you get there in ties as well, we'll give you a card. You yeah. Know? But that's
2: cool. I was, I was trying to deeply remember how to do leaving certain maths and work out percentages. I wanted to work out what's the probability of making it through stage one, stage two, and stage three, because it's basically, out, out of the numbers, 25% of people go through stage one, 28% of people go through stage two, 19% of the field at the end will get their card. Yeah. I couldn't work that out, but I just think it's, like, there's one guy, Josh Berry, who's a 16-year-old English guy, Oh, yeah, the amateur, like he, right? Yeah, he's an amateur. He came through from all the stages, but like, you you basically you go and play a tournament, and you've got to be in the top fifteen or twenty. Then you get to stage two, where you get lots of pros who have been playing on the tour or playing in the Challenge Tour. That's where they'll enter, and you've got to become you got to finish in the top twenty there. And then you get to final stage, where half the field is made up of guys who've been playing on the DP World Tour all year, and you've got to go and beat them to get your card. So I think it's incredible for golfers who can go from stage one all the way through to do that it's uh, it must be that, that hang on Ben I'm still
1: trying to do that mathematical sum <laughs> <laughs> out the... do you not just multiply them do you not just uh... what are the
0: thought...
2: again? well hold on I...
0: do you have to factor in the the change of competitor as well and the ability of competitor and so on Something... hang on I might be able to get I... you one here.
2: I worked out Is there three more... rounds is there well there's three tournaments there's I reckon
1: three... you've a less than one percent chance
2: Oh yeah, way less. I have it at one in fifteen hundred. That
1: is
0: less than one
1: percent. I have it. I have it at zero point zero zero seven six.
2: That could be the same. Let's
0: just go with it. Let's just go with it. It's it's really it's really fucking hard. It's really
2: okay. tough. Anyway, it's so on, fifteen hundred. <laughs> oh god. here we go Oh god. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Carry the one. Uh, um, yeah. Tough. Anyway. Tough. Um, did you watch any of the Netflix Cup? I
1: saw a few clips, right? Um,
0: Sorry, but we... just before, before we move on to the Netflix Cup, um, especially because I haven't watched any of it, um, <laughs> do you have the list of the 32 there? Uh,
2: no. Yeah, yeah I'd be list. interested
0: to
1: hear their names.
0: Because I know, oh, I... I did see that there's um, the German guy with the longest golf name, or von yeah. the and
1: then
0: I also saw that the... Uh, Renato Paratori he puts with his glove on. He got his card back, he's didn't he? You know? Oh, oh yeah. right.
2: Okay, I'll get you some results you all
0: here. Friend. And then there's also
1: Darren, yeah, uh, Darren, Darren Fickler Definitely the, the Irish ones. names. Anyway, if we can, was there any there,
2: Irish in the 32? No, no Irish. No. So uh, the winner was Freddie Schott, my long lost German cousin with a H in oh, his yeah. surname. Um, and like that, he's just he's been playing on the European tour all year, playing pretty well. He won twenty grand. Um, Tom Lewis, may I remember. Surely, him?
1: some of them have an Irish
2: granny or something. Who's that one? Tom Tom Lewis. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. Remember
1: oh yeah. No? Did he? Play, he played in PGA Tour of it. Yeah, Tour. yeah. Played. Yeah. Won, he, he, he won. I think he he won the Irish Challenge, didn't he?
0: Tom Lewis. Maybe. All I know from Tom Lewis is I thought. That he the most time I've ever watched Tom Lewis play golf was he used to come up into those the corn ferry events and the PGA Tour events where if the big guns were off playing somewhere or a major he'd yeah. be on the leaderboard for the PGA Tour. So I'm not sure if He's, he did all golf in America like
2: Harry Hall or he seemingly kind of fell off and then he was about to miss the cut and shot a ten under on the fourth round to get into cut and then kicked on. Oh. Um, yeah, Renato Paratore. Big Deck, Afi Barnrat is back. Oh, what yes. a shagger. Spinners.
1: What a legend. Thai to- Spinners.
2: Yeah. Um, Joshua Berry, the only amateur to make it through. Christopher Broberg. He oh, yeah, Broberg. Big yeah. shout out to
1: Broberg. He's, He's he sweet, a cool sweet, kid. Right?
2: Yeah, yeah cool looking guy. James Nicholas, the guy from TikTok. Oh. oh yeah, that guy, yeah, yeah. So he's got full status. He's actually just yeah, I saw on a TikTok he's gone back to play in Corn Ferry Q School now. Um, and yeah, Nikolai von der on van Dellinghusen, Dellinghausen, who who it looked like he got an ace on a par four, but that was corrected. He did not. Oh, yeah, um, there's
0: a, little, yeah. So I was just looking for a couple of. Selections. I
1: wonder, would you nearly be better off playing on the Corn Ferry and then just playing a few Monday Monday Qs for the PGA Tour? You, it depends. Like,
0: one thing about all those
1: corn events and the
0: Monday qualifiers, have you seen the average scores? Like, the the over, birdies. The, the top yeah. five, like top 10, you, you can shoot six, seven under and not, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, okay, um, moving on, um, just to finish it up this week. So, we've got the sorry,
0: you were talking about the Netflix Cup, and I, I jumped back
2: in.
1: Oh, that. the Netflix Cup, we'll move on to that next. Did you um, watch any of it? I saw a few clips and stuff. Uh, I did think it was. I did think it was kind of cool.
2: Yeah, I my father was fairly scathing of it. He's texting <laughs> saying, "Have you watched an Fx Cup? It's crap."
1: <laughs> yeah, bring him um, on. We love a disagreement out here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just feel like they're in the same, like golfers and F one drivers are kind of in the same realms. Goodness, bracket.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think it was okay. It was a bit forced and. The start was a bit slow, they could have done with a shotgun start. They could have borrowed that concept from Live. Um, but ugh, would I watch it again? Not really. I kinda it's liked just, the uh, yeah. like the first hole was a speed hole, so they raced.
1: I saw and that, then, yeah. yeah.
2: Like, yeah. It was okay. I don't know if they'll do another one. it be interesting to see.
0: I think I'm just getting a bit sick of like the whole "let's make golf cool." Yeah, yeah, they're
1: yeah, they're either, really pushing that now.
0: You, you either love golf, and the people <laughs> yeah. love golf, just fucking love golf. If you <laughs> yeah. Don't love golf? That's fine. Go watch some other sport. Yeah, but let's stop throwing this stuff together. It's like, like, yeah, look how cool golf is.
1: You know. Well,
2: how you... speaking of that, and the picture behind Shani's head, the TGL, which TGL. is very much a force, like. It's been now, it's been confirmed it's going to be delayed until 2025. Does anyone really care? I think they could all just they could delete all their Instagram accounts, just just back away quickly and everyone will forget about it in two months. Who cares? Yeah. So, Again, yeah. this
0: is this is the same thing. Like the golf purists or people who just love golf are there being like it's eighty, whatever, ninety five days till Augusta. You know, that's yeah. what people are considering yeah. I'm not here
1: going dead right. Can't yeah. wait
0: to watch the golf league. Yeah, like
1: the the only thing I did have on TGL, um, look, unfortunately, um, it was it was uh, unfortunate for Rory with all the work he's probably put into this that his HQ fell down. But it does look like a it looks like a piece of paper like like that yeah. sofa center in the images. But anyway, um, I did think Fenway Park. I don't know if you lads have ever been to that stadium, but that is a cool stadium. And that would be an excellent venue for whatever they're trying to do, um. So I think that was a good choice. And Boston's obviously a low, like a class city for atmosphere and stuff like that. So that was the only positive I had on it. Um.
2: Well, but they were never going to do anything there, were they? Apart from like every every league night was going to get played in this stadium that is now collapsed, right?
1: Oh, for facts! Like, what? Why did they do the whole promo in Fenway Park? And because they're <laughs> was...
2: supposed to be Team Boston, kind of... Boston
1: strong. Ah, feck's sake, I thought they were actually gonna do it in Fenway Park. No. And no. uh right, well then no, not a fan of it at all. It was all gonna be inside that paper bubble.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Cause like I thought it was cool in the promo, like they had Rory up in the top of the stand in Fenway Park hitting golf yeah. shots.
2: No like,
1: I probably would have called in, like, you know. <laughs> Anyway, you know,
0: I love how from the picture that could be the most high grade reinforced <laughs> plastic coating you, you <laughs> can have in the world of construction. But just from that picture, you're like, it looks like someone's after putting a toilet roll over a couple of fences. Like, it does look like paper.
1: it looks like someone just stuck a little paper clip.
0: In. Yeah, like the paper bowl. Um Tiger's back. Oh yeah. This is th- the whole thing of him caddying for Charlie, I think is No, like-
1: Charlie's carrying for him.
0: Oh, sorry. I thought you meant to like as in he's been back in you know a couple of weeks ago. When no, was, as in he's, he's playing in 10, the hero
1: hero. Is it the Hero World Challenge is that was called? Yeah, yeah. Um. And Charlie's counting for him, but they're both gonna be mic'd up.
2: Apparently, Charlie, no. Tiger's now like three and a half thousand in the world, I think. Mm. But if he w- if he wins this, he'll go to like one thirty in the world. Seems a bit ridiculous for a closed because field, of his 30, past thirty nine non- how... or whatever.
1: Why does it take into account past performances or something? Or
2: no, I don't think so. I just think because it, it this event is getting ranking points.
1: Oh, Okay. Where when was the what about the father son hit and giggle thing that They usually play in
2: the PNC.
1: Yeah, has that already been? Is it? Uh
2: no, that's surely around Christmas time.
1: Again, as a as a golf podcast host, I should probably know. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anything else, lads, to finish us off this week?
2: Um. There's is there any more? Is there golf in the states anymore? or What's going on? Is are we still? <laughs> <laughs> like I know the I know the Joburg's <laughs> Open is starting, oh, yeah. and it's like the start of the European Tour. But is there is there anything going on in the states?
1: Um,
2: there's also interestingly in the Joburg Open. There's oh, the there's three qualifying spots for the Open, British Open. Think... So like. I think the next fun. one is the is the hero world. The hero yeah. world. Challenge. Yeah,
1: the next yeah. one is the hero world. So they've. They, I think they take a weekend off and then they and then they start. Yeah.
0: That's the weekend after next, and I think that's isn't that the end of the tour season? Then is it or? Yeah, uh, maybe. Starts up. Yeah. Oh well, no, it's yeah. already started again. I know because obviously the end of the tour season is
1: the. Uh... Yeah. Oh, the um. That we can fun. end on the the updates to the world handicap system. What were you saying, Ben? You can now have a. You can now have a golf course that's like has an average length of seventy five yards or something.
2: Like put one think, of those in the car park. Honestly, whatever the world handicap system comes out with, people will just bemoan and bitch it. Yeah. And but now they like they've just changed. Yeah, basically you can you can now count. You can now register your handicap on a course that's fifteen hundred yards, which averages as eighty four yards a hole. Like that's I've played that's pitch and, and putt put like, that. Yeah, it's pitch and put, yeah. yeah. Malahyde part par three course is longer than that. Um so you probably
1: have to shoot six under to be level par or something, though. Yeah. Know? So um but yeah, they're doing loads of things and like I personally just think they should like golf is eighteen holes and counting nine holers should be scrapped. That's just my personal yeah. opinion. Yeah. And I'm voicing it on a public platform. But it's kind of like have you ever seen In Bruges when your man is like um always oh, stick to your principles? And that's they're they're my principles. I I don't sign into the low to the to my own club nine hole um yeah. competition in the winter because it's counting. It shouldn't be counting. It should be a, yeah. a hit and giggle. But listen, it's an another um, bit <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just, one of my
0: favorite. Ones. Sorry, uh, also, just before you move on, there Ben to confirm it's the Hero Challenge, and then there's the Grant Thornton Invitational at the start. Of the oh, that's, I think that's that's what makes, it, I think. I think. Yeah, I think Lexi, I think it's, it's mixed. Yeah. And then the last event of the year is um, December 14th. You've got the Q, P, Q, Q School um, to get oh, in, the okay. Corn you know, Ferry Q School to get into the PGA Tour. And then it starts with the Century at the start of January. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Another
0: one is a Kapalua.
2: Is this, um, yeah. 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 Um, just touching on what you said earlier, Shani, we have a very exciting trip booked. We're going on a 12-person father and son, a little bit loose on the fathers, (laughs) more sons (laughs) on this trip, but we're off to uh, Sweden. So if there's any listeners that have played golf, well, we're actually flying into Copenhagen, if any, down the south, and we're driving across Malmo, south of Sweden, anyone have any recommendations in and around there, that would be good. And also, we're going to be going back down to Waterville for the Kingdom Cup. Um, which is run by Lions Links so we're that's always like our it's, it's what I feel like is the start of the golf season we always seem to get a little bit of good weather have a bit of crackdown in Kerry so I'm really yeah, excited to get back yeah. down for that
1: shout out Lions Links
2: yeah
1: uh, you should promote the cost effectiveness as well of the of the Copenhagen Sweden yeah. Scandinavian golf market like the flights are dirt cheap golf's cheap
2: yeah well, my flights were about 150 from London
1: it's very good, like
2: yeah. Um, and golf is very reasonable in Sweden, so I'm v excited for that. Can't wait.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely,
2: it's gonna be good. Right, any other boys. business? I no, I, I think, think so. I think we've ticked
0: all the boxes. I'll uh, I'll go away now. I will get the old screenwriter's head on, yeah. you know, yeah. and just couple of the come up with a couple of chapters for the next one. I'll let you know if there's any more twists and turns in the tale. I need a movie title, but I'll I'll come back you on that.
1: I want three pages by the time I see you for a pint on a fight tonight, Scott? Uh, you, I'm actually
0: flying to America on Wednesday. <laughs> I actually won't see you unless you're going to be involved. You're,
1: you're on the plane. What else are you going to do? Paper and pen. Bring it.
0: Oh, I'll be in there. I'll be asking the people in the seats next to me being like, is this a bit much now? Or, you know, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll use their names as the people in it,
1: you know. Okay. Cool. was. All right, lads. Cheers. Later. Ciao, Godspeed. Boy.